Hello, and thank you for listening to Good Girls Behaving Badly. This is Sydney. I'm Shanae. And how was your weekend? My weekend was alright. Um, I didn't have water for part of it, so that mm-hmm. was annoying. Mm-hmm. But it was cool. No complaints. Got caught up on sleep. Mm-hmm. I've been studying. And that's it. I didn't have a... Went to the shelter. Mm-hmm. And I haven't been in a while. And I felt bad. But then everyone remembered me. So I felt like... So then I wasn't gone <laughs> that long. Right. Is what I felt. Right. Well, yeah. Friday after work, I went to see um, Girls Trip. Which I did enjoy. I think people have been overhyping it. But it was good. But like people were like, oh, that's the hardest I've ever laughed. And I was like... I mean, I laughed, but... I agree. I didn't... I didn't cry like some folks said. I <laughs> right. Like, I did enjoy it. But it was it. a great movie. Yeah. I would totally see it again. Yeah. Everyone should go see it. Yeah, it was really good. It was really good. Um, and then Saturday, went to the gym, went to a bridal shower, then had a family game night. Um, so I was slightly busy Saturday just doing everything. So today, I just relaxed and I folded laundry and went grocery shopping. <laughs> because I had, I yesterday was just a lot. But... Well, sounds like we both had somewhat chill yeah, weekends. Yeah, not too bad. Yeah. Which are needed sometimes. Yes, they definitely are. So. Even though I, need, I still need another day, but. Same. I mean, the weekends are so quick. I yeah. I feel like we. I'm like, we just got here. should be, um, I said Monday through Thursday. Yeah, it should. And I would work extra hours, honestly, The weekend Monday should Thursday. be. Friday to Sunday. Yeah. That should just be the standard weekend. Right. I agree. Because I feel like ain't nobody that busy. You can work that in four days instead of five. Yeah. I really think that. Yeah. And for those who can't, go ahead and use your weekend to work. I won't. <laughs> right. I'll get it done Monday through Thursday <laughs> and be done. <sighs> Anyways, tonight's episode, um, we want to sponsor, well, I don't want to say tonight. We typically record Sunday evening yeah so that's why i'm saying that <laughs> but you know today's episode is brought to you by beauty plus one of our sponsors for our anniversary celebration coming up rsvp if you haven't it'll be a fun time so the good people at beauty plus are determined to deliver quality products in addition to knowledge concerning all things beautiful they will relentlessly provide great prices outstanding service and a beauty and hair knowledge bank for customers to stay informed. Beauty Plus is a fully stocked physical and online beauty supply store. They provide their customers with all the best hair and beauty products, accessories, and tools to achieve any look or style. Their prices are the lowest around, but the service is the main reason customers keep coming back. They have everything to keep you beautiful from head to toe. So guys, for more information or if you want to shop, Visit www.shopbeautyplus.com. So for those who don't live in the Baltimore area, you can shop online. Mm-hmm. And for those who live in Baltimore, you can still shop online or you or can you pop can... in. Yeah. So, moving on. <laughs> so, what's what's our media for the week? Keeping it light, folks. Okay. So, first we're going to talk about Kim and Kanye. Mm-hmm. Allegedly, it has not been confirmed that they do have baby number three on its oh, way. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, 
sources say that she's like three months pregnant and that the baby is due sometime in January of next year. Okay. Um, they went through a surrogacy service. Mm. If you don't know, Kim has some difficult pregnancies. Yeah. And the doctors ruled out her carrying again. It just wasn't. It was too dangerous right. for her to carry. Right. So um, they're saying that the surrogate was being paid forty five thousand dollars in installments, Oof. and they made a uh, like a seventy thousand dollar deposit with the agency. Eesh. And overall, they'll end up paying the agency like a hundred and I think a hundred and twenty thousand dollars. Surrogacy mm. is expensive. Yeah. Um, it's actually less expensive because Kim has her own eggs. Right. But for some couples who don't or who don't have eggs or like you know gay couples they'll have to get an egg as well as a or surrogate. sperm yeah or sperm yeah sperm is a lot cheaper yeah eggs, i was about to say that's not that bad but eggs are really expensive yeah. so for like gay couples or maybe even heterosexual couples who they may not have can't. an egg yeah they're really expensive on top of the fact that you have to pay the agency mm-hmm. and the the surrogate to carry the child along with their medical expenses and right. things like that so it's a Definitely an expensive task. Yeah. Um, but once again, this is alleged. It hasn't been confirmed. Right. Um, if so, congratulations to them. Uh, it's funny because, as we all know, Beyonce, not too long ago, you know, kind of revealed the baby. Yes. So when this story came out, they just was like, once again, Kim is trying to take the shine. Right. And I don't... I disagree because I like, don't think that's with pregnancy. It. Honestly, half the time you can't control when it actually takes, especially with a surrogate. It's so many moving parts that it's like I agree. When it takes, you just happy. You don't care about when <laughs> or when you're trying to have a baby even naturally. Like you get pregnant when you get pregnant. Yeah, I think people sometimes it's funny, but we gotta stop pinning people against each other. Right? Like, don't get me wrong, it chuckles, but sometimes I read, I'm like. Guys, we got to get lives, man. <laughs> we got to get a hobby. We really got to stop. Right. Um, next, Beyonce. Yes. So, according to Vibe, Beyonce is, a report, is reportedly in talks to release a documentary mm-hmm. that will chronicle um, her life during the formation tour, the pregnancy, and the making of the Lemonade album. Yes. So, apparently, HBO and Netflix are in a bidding war over the documentary. Mm-hmm. My hypothesis, this, I can't say it. It's cool. My <laughs> guess. I really can't say that word. I have a slight lisp. Yes. And it's hard for me to say that word, <laughs> among others. Anyway, that um, this documentary will come out. And then new music. Right. And we all know she'll be in Coachella next year. Yes. So my gears are turning. So I just feel like whenever this come out, we can expect new music either before or after this. Mm-hmm. And something for me to vibe and memorize by the time I get to Coachella. We're going to be listening to it on the flight the whole way exactly. there. <laughs> so I know all the words. Um, they're said to have appearances by, obviously, Jay-Z, Kendrick Lamar, Serena Williams, and, you know, the rest of her crew mm-hmm. during the last um, two years. And it's supposed to be gritty. It's supposed to really show the her in a new light. Yeah. And as you can see, Jay-Z, like, dove a little deeper. So mm-hmm. I love the Carters showing us a little bit more. Because yeah. they're very private. They always have been. But it's good to see that they're real. Because I think uh, for a lot of celebrities, people, like, glorify their relationships and all these other things. Right. So it's good to see, like, the ups and the downs because then it's like, okay, 
if I go through ups and downs, that's normal. Everybody goes through ups and downs. And to be honest, we should assume that. The right. fact that people still think that everything is That because they have perfect. money, mm-hmm. let's keep it funky, because they have money mm-hmm. and access that they still don't have the same problems we have. Right. It's false. Right. No, they don't have to worry about paying their bills on time. Mm-hmm. But you see, cheating is still a thing. Mm-hmm. Relationship hardship is still a thing. And Health I'm sure issues are still a thing. And it's, it's still it's, hard. It's, to, I mean, it's harder for them to see each other because they're both have right. schedules and tours and all this other right. stuff and kids now three kids like it's hard they have the same issues as us right. i just think sometimes as normal people we just think well financially they're fine mm-hmm. so and for us for a lot of people finances are bigger issues yeah but it's like think about it if all your bills were paid would you still have struggles i would yeah of course <laughs> so that's why i was like money doesn't solve everything yeah great my student loans wouldn't be paid but like some of the, the literally things that I was talking to Sydney about <laughs> right before we started, they would still be happening. Yeah, money can't take though, that away. Thank you, even though my bills are already paid. Right. So, anyway, I'm excited. I want to hear new music. Um, I'm hoping this more uh, open Beyonce is here to stay mm-hmm. because I love her. And maybe I'll go to more chapter meetings. <laughs> I think it was like a bit of a progression for her in her career because, like, at first, she was all, like, the wholesome, kind right. of tight-knit Beyonce. Right. Didn't tell anybody anything. And then she came out with the Sasha Fierce thing. Right. Because that was, like, her cover to say, when I'm being extra sexual, it's not me. It's this other person. Right. And then she, like, grew the F up and was like, all right, y'all, it's me. <laughs> like, <laughs> And so she didn't have to hide behind this innocent thing. And I feel like, I mean, I think I was like that at one point. Where I felt like I had to hide behind this innocent thing. And then, like, I grew the F up. And, and you know, for the record, people always thought I was, like, the dirty one. <laughs> but technically, <laughs> not calling her dirty, but, like, people would think I was, like, the, the more... Raunchier the raunchier one. Because you one. spoke about but it But just because I spoke about it doesn't yeah. mean, like... That's not the case. It does, she was, it doesn't mean that she was doing it. Whereas me, I was just very, like quiet seemingly innocent right all these things you know presented yeah her image our image i felt like people was like i was the nasty one she was like the holy one yeah and it's like no we're both nasty (laughs) and holy at the same time right we're both good and bad you know you know (laughs) okay so last and this will kind of go into like our tv recap i don't necessarily think we need a section for it but it's gonna happen but it happens y'all i'm sorry so (laughs) love and hip-hop is back yeah i stopped watching all of them but love and hip-hop la Mm -hmm. i will watch okay Keisha Cole is on. Yeah. I felt like you didn't need it, sis, but I'm watching it and supporting you. Right. And her future ex-husband, Booby, is on there. Uh-huh. Brooke Valentine is a new addition, if mm-hmm. y'all remember her. Um, and who else? And then Alexis Skye, yeah. Fetty's ex-girlfriend. Is on there. Is on there. A bunch so, of messy people. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. And so I just want to say, first of all, people who I know for a fact are annoying I saw first episode today. Mm-hmm. Hazel Lee and yes. Alexis Scott. Yes. Corny with a capital C. <laughs> corny, 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 corny. Hazel, $50,000. My purse, $10,000. Anyone who have to keep talking about how much stuff costs really don't have it like that. Exactly. And that's why it's like, I don't know if she thinks people believe this. Right. We don't. Right. Your music sweetie we don't just you know <laughs> and then for alexis sky i don't quite 
if I wanted to be on a show, I would have to find another angle than Masika. Yeah. Because the Masika's kid, I think, is almost two now. Yeah. So that lets you know this is old. And Masika Ben said that they like her and Fetty are done. Like, and you're not even with Fetty. You're with a new guy. <laughs> Neither one of y'all and with so Fetty. So what is y'all us, issue? I still have problems with Hosika. It's like, girl. Neither one of y'all are with him. What's the beef? What I mean at this point, are you upset? Sure. Be upset at Fetty though. Right. She didn't make him have sex with her unprotected. Mm-hmm. Yes. So like at the end of the day, which I hate when girls do this. Me you too. You can give her the side eye mm-hmm. and call her a hoe if that's your pleasure. <laughs> but I mean, two years later, still trying to fight her for what? Neither one of y'all together. Right. And let's be clear. He's, that's not the only baby I think he had on her. No. So I'm just like, you fighting everybody? Right. Even you're not even with him? She's corny, and them two are corny. And because, see, like, um, my issue with that is, like, I understand not necessarily being cool with whoever he cheated on you with. But at the end of the day, it ain't her fault. He chose to do it. Especially if you're not, like, you wasn't cool with her before, you didn't know her before. Why are you mad at her? She ain't do nothing to you directly. Like I say you could be pissed, but like two years later, you got on the show. And I guess that's part of the reason how she has to stay on the show, right? Yeah. And she was And that's why it. I feel like they fake me. You know, it's I <laughs> think so too, because it's like part of it's like if she's on it and we don't talk about that, mm-hmm. then it's fake. Yeah. But I feel like her passion behind it is dumb. Yeah. Like if she was to come ahead and be like, I know how y'all know me, but I'm over it. I moved to LA. I'm starting my new life. I think that would be better than to say, I'm in LA. I'm looking for whole seekers. So right. Girl, like girl, you came out uh, here looking for her. Shut up. Who are you? <laughs> anyway, I'm going to still watch because it's entertaining. But <laughs> the last bit of media is I read this article about there's this kind of issue on love and hip hop with booty leakage and I just what? thought it was so funny. So, like juices from your booty? Well as you know, there are quite a few ladies on Love and Hip Hop with enhanced oh, tushes. My goodness. And reports are saying that on set across the board there has been some booty leakage to the point where it is staining Oh my god couches. Oh and you can see it on their dresses. <gasps> Uh, one person spoke out. Tara Marie made a statement saying, yes, her butt, like, it, she had leakage, but it wasn't, like, foreign matter. It was, like, her fat. And I was like, okay, that's still not cool. This like, doesn't sound who, hygienic at well, all. My thought was, even if you got a fat transfer, is the wounds not healed? Right. And if I the wounds aren't leaking out. If the wounds aren't healed, get your butt in the house. Put some Because if, they, if you out with open wounds, that's bacteria that can get all up in well, there. Well, they said that, that they've, they've, you know, people on set have experienced, they have seen this oh, booty no. leakage. Oh, no. And for someone who wants a Brazilian butt lift, a fat transfer, you know, I'll just be sure to really research my doctor. Right, because there's there no nothing reason. leaking after the fact. And, like, I understand you have to go through the healing process and all of that, but you shouldn't be out in regular clothes and heels and dresses and everything if you're not healed yet. The article said oh, you'd be, like, gross. staining the couches, Ugh. the dresses, Ew. booty leakage. Gross. Ain't that nasty? Very. <laughs> I'm disgusted. Like, ew. Like, y'all really want to get on the show that fast without letting your body heal. Oh, that's so gross. Because, like, I have no problem with any, you know, cosmetic enhancements. But well, make sure you're good. I feel like that's yeah. not a good job if you get crap leaking. And that's how you end up 
getting, like I said, a bacterial infection, and they gonna have to take that ish out anyways, and you gonna be working backwards. It's just because you like, didn't take care of your health. Girl. Anyway, <laughs> so that was like pretty much my media, keeping it short and sweet because we got to talk about some shows. Yes. So let's start with power. Let's yes. get that out the way first. Yes. I felt like this past episode a little gruesome. I was like, enough is enough. I didn't <laughs> see like four people die this episode. <laughs> Yeah, a lot. It was this this episode should have like had something about death in the title. I'm just like Ugh. because it was a lot of threats of death. There was a lot of death. There People, was I mean stabbing for a uh, bat killing shoot. I mean, <laughs> I I was like Ugh, near the end. So Tyreek better straighten I his butt up now. This is the last of this time. I don't want to hear about you hanging out with somebody that you don't even line. be with. I'm no so annoyed. Daggone boy, because your butt was almost dead. I'm so sick of this. I'm hope I'm hoping that this Tyreek storyline is dead. Like, go back to being cool and us not paying attention to you. Uh, paying attention to you because we don't pay attention to your sister. Mm-hmm. Go on with your sister <laughs> and move on. I like um Jukebox characters though. So I'm kind of uh, she was too much. She I, was aggressive. <laughs> I liked her character, even though like she was the villain. I liked her. So Well, enough for her. Right, well yeah. I thought did I think Kanye was going to kill um, Tyreek? Never. No, I never thought that. No. I felt like over time, he actually had feelings. Like, he cared about Tyreek. Mm-hmm. And I think that's why he didn't kill him. Yeah. It wasn't about ghosts. I literally think it was Tyreek. And he replaced Tyreek with, like, his son, Sean. Yep. And I really think that's all it was. Yeah. But now it's like, so... Are you still mad at ghosts or no? Because that was my I whole thought like... was, are we just like, we don't mess with each other and that's it? Or I'm gonna just come get you I later. I feel like the rest of the season is gonna be them squashing their beef. And I even think that because Ghost Loki wants to be out, that he's gonna let Kanan back in. I think, because what's interesting, this Tommy thing, mm-hmm. I think he's going a little bit nutty for me. He is. <laughs> and so he wants to be like the new Mulan. Yeah. And I feel like. You know, Ghost wants to be out. He took his money. Although, once you hear the reason why, I don't think he'll freak. Right. right. But with the other guy saying you need to cut off communication with Ghost, yeah. I think I could see Kanan and Ghost kind of squashing beef. Right. Pissing Tommy off. Mm. And I could possibly see some beef between Ghost and Tommy. Mm. Plus, Dre is playing both sides. Got he needs Julio to die. killed. Yes. I was, I was like, Dre is who should have died. I was died. so irritated. I thought Julio was going to get out of that. Me too. I kind of did for a minute. Because he killed too. I was like, already right, walk on the go. But his leg was messed up. But That's what hurt him. So I was like, this. it's like a lot going on. I feel like this episode, because I was talking to... My friend, he was like, this episode bored him. Really? And I'm like, I don't feel like it was boring, but Me I do either. feel like this was like a meaty episode to mm-hmm. build the rest of the season. Yep. Because from this episode, you to me, you have like four different storylines that we need to touch up with. And then how many and episodes per season? Is it 10? I think it's like 13. Okay, 12 or so 13. never mind. So we got seven more then. I think at least 12. Um, correct me if I'm wrong, folks. Yeah, because I thought it was 10. I don't know. Oh, I thought it was... T- okay, I'm correct it while we're talking. Correct, now. okay. <laughs> so... I feel like the Tommy stuff, um, Ghost and Tasha, D 
Then you got Lakeisha and Tommy. Mm-hmm. Then you got Kanan. And I think Lakeisha's going to mess stuff up. So Tommy she to get is. back and bang her so she can be quiet. <laughs> and then you got the Kanan stuff. And then you still have Angela Valdez. She's not done. Right. How does she come back? So I feel like this episode was building for the rest of the season to have, like, storylines. It's always been... 10 episodes. So unless they extended it this season, then because the first season was 8, then 2 and 3 was 10. So I'm thinking it's going to be 10 again this season. So we only have 4 more episodes left. Well, maybe it is 10. I don't know why I thought 11. Maybe I was thinking of Insecure. Did Insecure have 11? No, I think Insecure only had 10. Who has 11 then? I don't know, girl. (laughs) What else? (laughs) So we only have 4 episodes left, so I really think it's going to it's, I feel like it's all going to be about Ghost, Tommy, and Kanan for the like the main focus. And then, you know, Tyreek. What about Lisa. Angela? Angela, I... She's oh, not off the show. I know like, she's, she's not she's off the show. Back. But I think that's going to be like a background story of them within the department to trying to figure it out. Yeah. Because, hmm. I mean, to her, now she's convinced that it's not a ghost. So, and, and he didn't. Right. And so now I think she's not going to be creeping around them as much. But she is still going to be investigating it. I just don't think it's going to be a focus. So we shall see. Yeah. I just hope the Tyreek thing is done. He I've better be act right. I'm so sick of him. <laughs> oh my gosh. Anyway, um, Insecure. Yes. Comes on tonight, episode yes. two. Mm-hmm. First episode of season two came on last week. Mm-hmm. I watched. Yes. Literally standing up like an idiot. And I'm me- in my room. <laughs> Me and Shanae was like texting up while we was watching the whole time. <laughs> in my room, like standing at the edge of my bed, like right in front of my TV, like texting um Sydney. Mm-hmm. I'm on Twitter because I don't usually be on Twitter, but I'm like, let me let me pop in real quick, <laughs> see what see what we're doing. Mm-hmm. I'm on Twitter, just like, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. <laughs> so, your thoughts? <sighs> I think that. I'm going to start the end of the episode because that was No! You, let's build. We got to... Because we could talk about that. All, let's just start with the basics. Okay. Happy Molly's in therapy. Hopefully it works yes. for her, right? Yes. And I'm very happy um, that she's there. And I do think... I think it's normal for it to take time for you to get used to your therapy. I agree. Um, So I'm glad that she's there. Hopefully, you know, over time we'll get to see her growth. Right. Um, I'm very happy that they included the kind of wage gap conversation in there mm-hmm. um so it'll be interesting to see how she handles that um and seeing, i say directly but we'll see how so she you think she it. should just go straight to her whoever if and, that was me yes mm-hmm. i have a conversation you gotta be prepared for your action afterward right you know what i mean yeah to me the best way to do it is directly and be prepared to hear a um a bs response like well, maybe we could put you on a pathway to that or mm-hmm. da, 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 da. be prepared to make your next move. Right. As in, do I stay here? Right. Or do I go? Right. So that would be me. But like, I, I don't, let's talk about it. But that's just me. Yeah. So I, I feel like she won't talk about it. I feel like she'll like talk to Issa about it. And I think then, it's going to build a little bit before yeah. she does something about it. Cause like it already showed her trying to like hint at people like, also, have you gotten a raise lately? Like, she trying to get intel without, you know, asking directly. So, I think she's going to just try to figure it out first. Um, so, that's Molly. Okay, now we can go to the restaurant. <laughs> no. Issa. Like... Issa. Yes. So, um, shout out to Dustin, right? Yes. I was like, oh. He I did such it. a good job. 
So and then I feel like all the people in the beginning, like it was all like little shout outs from like people from the internet and from YouTube from everywhere. And so I, I thought that was really cute that all yeah. those people were included. I liked her little rap part during the dates. That was cute. So you can see her trying to date again. Yeah, because it's been like three months. And right? I think they I said guess. it's been. I think it's been like two or three months since uh, trying her date breakup. again. You can kind of see her in denial. Yeah, I feel like we all do that. Like, mm-hmm. oh, I don't care about him. I'm over him. Right. But it's like, no, you're not. But it's like you was with him for five you years. Him. You can't expect to get over in three months. No, room. like no. that's not realistic at all. It's really not. <laughs> Um, and I thought Especially it was when dumb. you still live in the place that y'all lived in together. Right, but I thought it was dumb when he was supposed to come over to that, for her to have like a party. I thought that was dumb, because the thought was you were supposed to what, be like, oh, right, you were getting your mail, I'm having a kickback. Yeah. Dumb. I she thought that was stupid. She wanted to put on the front that she was fine and doing amazing, because that was her way of trying to win him back. So no, it was like, she was I, in denial me, saying, oh, I'm over him. Where in reality, party. she's just trying to get him back. No, I wouldn't have had a party. I just would have made sure I looked really cute. Well, she was going through all them outfits. Just casually in the house, like, oh, yeah, here's your mail. <laughs> well, like, I mean, me. when he did come, her she booty was out. No, but that was not how she would have wanted to present herself. But I feel like that's for life. The time <laughs> is never you're not prepared <laughs> is when they show up. Mm-hmm. When your hair's not done. When you got burns on the wall. <laughs> right, when, like, you don't look cute. Mm-hmm. Maybe your legs ain't shaved. <laughs> for me, that's the thing. And I feel like that's when they pop up. So mm-hmm. that I relate to that. I just want to talk about Lawrence before we get to that last five minutes. Okay. Tasha, mm-hmm. I feel a little bad for her. I do because she just, just a because rebound. it's not going to go nowhere. No, and she not. thinks it is. Mm-hmm. And it's not. Nope. All you are... You just make him feel better. On right? the weekends. You, you pump his ego up. Mm-hmm. You have sex with him on a regular. You right. tell him how great he is. Mm-hmm. So corny for you to say zaddy in bed. I cringed at that. I That was the I corniest cringed. part of the show. And then I he said zombie. I said, oh, I'm ah! really done. Because one, <laughs> people only say zaddy in like conversation to when you're like. To be funny. Yes. Like to be no one says zaddy during in bed. Somebody, if someone does that. I had a whole debate with people about that. They was like, yes, they do. No, no you they do not. don't. You say daddy. You don't say zaddy. zaddy. And the fact, if for, I don't care. If anyone <laughs> says zaddy in bed, I think that's a little weird. It is weird. To make sure you make the emphasis that's on what I'm saying, like, zaddy. If you're, if you're in the moment. Trying to make the Z sound is not natural. <laughs> like, and I don't. I mean, I'm not a person who do the daddy thing anyway. Right. Mm-hmm. But I feel like if it did happen, I wouldn't even remember to say zaddy. Right. <sighs> that moment made me cringe. I, I was, was like, like, well, that is phony as that. Was so corny. <laughs> and so here we are. Yes. He comes. Oh, to get- I'm sorry. I had one more okay. thing to say about Lawrence. And then the fact that he like his guy friend was like, oh, you don't even take her out. Like, so then he tried to prove his guy friend wrong by Take taking her out. out. And, like, it, it was, was, like, quiet. A dry he day. He was leading the conversation. Mm-hmm. He's just not that into you, Tasha. No, I'm and sorry. it's okay. Like, well, it's not okay because but I'm sorry she thinks it's going to be more. I think so. Where it's like, boo, this probably your last And season. he may not ever end up with Issa, <laughs> but he's not going to end up with you. No, that's it's not, not going like, to be you. <laughs> sorry, honey. So, did we get but to... Sorry. She didn't have her nipples pierced last season. That I, was a new addition. I could say I wasn't particularly paying attention to my nipples. <laughs> well, they were pierced this season. And I don't recall pierced, them being pierced last season. Didn't pay attention. <laughs> Maybe she got them pierced in three months. I mean, 
I don't know. <laughs> but okay, yes. Now he comes over to get his like jury duty notice. Which now I want to know what the heck. Oh, it's jury duty. Okay, I thought it was mind. jury duty. That's okay. why he had to come. Got you. Okay. Um, and then come over. They like he. She gives him the letter. I think mm-hmm. they have like. Literally sixty seconds of conversation. He says he leaves something in the bathroom. Where if you've been gone for three months and you have something need, in the bathroom, he didn't you don't leave really nothing. Need. He was trying to figure out how to prolong his visit there. <laughs> right. She wasn't saying nothing. He didn't know what to say. Mm-hmm. She didn't want him to leave. He didn't want to leave. Didn't right. really know what to do. That's right. all that was. Right. He goes to the bathroom to get I don't know a washcloth. Like, <laughs> like you ain't leave nothing. Then Comes talk out, about the pillow. The pillow and then. Kisses her, mm-hmm. bangs, bangs her, her. <laughs> very quickly. Yes, and this this is why Twitter was funny because that was like seriously. Then gets up, washes his meat, and leaves. And then well, kiss, gives her a little peck kiss. on the way out. It was like, all right, bye. Yeah. <laughs> so I watched that. I was like, what the? F-? First of all, I literally texted Shanae, "What just happened?" I, <laughs> I was like, "Yo, okay." So. I, I don't know what I thought was going First of all, I I figured like maybe a kiss or something. Mm-hmm. I didn't think sex. Mm-hmm. And it was definitely a very passive aggressive sex. It yeah. was like peck, throw her down, yeah. boom, give her like six pumps. Literally, <laughs> that's kind of all it was. Oh my God. He and, was excited. And <laughs> he got off and left. So this is when Twitter was funny for me because girls started like really analyzing that situation. Mm. Like, how you just come in, don't really have no conversation, throw her down, she dry, give her six weak pumps, <laughs> and leave. There's no way she came. There's no way she came. And well, I started yeah, I'm laughing. sure she didn't come, but she like, like she enjoyed it. I'm, I'm sure she didn't come, but mm-hmm. I just thought it was funny that everyone's like analyzing mm-hmm. that. Because like, it was he such didn't a short... put on a condom. No, so no, then no. people was like, it's a baby. Because <laughs> like, I thought was like... Is she on birth control? Right. Because, like, he, she could have been on birth control when they were together, but it's been three months. She could have stopped taking it. Like, he had no way of knowing. So. Yeah. I um, don't think it'll be a baby thing. No. I think it's just one of those um, things that's, like, it's TV. <laughs> well, no. I feel like we have to draw those conclusions, right? Because mm-hmm. it's possible. Mm-hmm. I don't think she's pregnant. Mm-hmm. Um, It would be interesting if there was a pregnancy scare, though. Now that because that's a possibility. Yeah. But I don't think she's pregnant. I mean, who knows? Right. Um, I just wasn't expecting that. I don't know what I thought so was So what happen. do you think this means for them? Do you think that it means that Loki, he wants to be back? Or do you think that was him like saying, F you. And I'm so I'm giving you this last bit of me and then I'm dropping, like no. leaving you on the couch. And no. You know what? She, because he was so hurt, mm-hmm. I can understand why she feel like, well, he may not have feelings for me. He may hate me. Right. But I feel like, let's be funky. Of course he still loves you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And for anyone to say, no, he don't, you a lie. Yeah. To live together and be together that long, of course he was hurt. Mm-hmm. That devastated him. That doesn't take away the fact that he loves her. Right. He's just pissed. Right. And the same for her. She's sad. Mm-hmm. That doesn't take the way that they don't love each other. They still have feelings for each other. Those feelings have not gone away. And that's what I all said. Lawrence, all he did was suppress them. Mm-hmm. And she kind of did the same thing. All they're doing is suppressing them 
and going about their daily behavior. Both of them still have feelings for each other. Right. None of that changed. Now, right. will they ever get past that situation? I don't know, but like, what does so. this mean now? They're still not going to get back together. I think she's going to think it's something mm-hmm. and be later, later reminded that it's not quite mm-hmm. what she thought. Mm-hmm. Him and Tasha would end up burning out because I think Tasha's going to want more mm-hmm. and Lawrence going to be like, look, not with it. Right. And I think both of them going to be hoes for a little bit. Like, mm-hmm. I, I see yeah, that. Yeah, because she wants to learn to be she a wants hoe. to be like, yeah. I feel like when I watched that part, I was like, that is so me. I was I'm like, not, yes. Cause I would be like that. How do I do that? Cause I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't know what to do. Um, and I think eventually they're gonna keep crossing paths. And before, like, we will get a real conversation. That's what I was about to say. It has to happen before the season is over. Some like, sort of real heart to heart. But I think what that was is like you know when like you're you break up with somebody and like that first time seeing them again. Everything it's, you everything comes back. Yeah, and it's like so you can't control that. It's only been three months, and they was together for five years. You see them, and this is personal experience. Yeah, you're so annoyed, hurt, whatever, and you see them, and it literally just evaporates. Yeah, and it doesn't matter. Right in that moment, it, it doesn't, doesn't matter. matter. Right. And then after you finish, mm-hmm. or after you see each other, then you sit back again. You get mad all over again. Right, right. And it comes back, and you pissed again. Mm-hmm. But when you those feelings are so strong, when you see them, you haven't seen them in a while, and you've missed them. Yeah, it evaporates. I don't know where that mess go, but mm-hmm. it goes away. You're not mad. Mm-hmm. You feel a little weird, but you like want to be around them because it's like for that around. moment in time, you care about them more than any issue you have. You know, you just love them. Yeah, and then they leave, and you like okay, and then usually. <laughs> Speak, uh, uh, speak from experience. It takes like a day or two. For me, it'd be like a week or two. For me, it'd be like a couple of di- a day or two, mm-hmm. and then it creeps back to be like, you know what? No, right? Because <laughs> so I'd be living in fantasy land at least for like a week, and then I'd be like, girl, you tripping? And then I go back to normal. <laughs> it takes me a couple of days. When I'm, and it it has taken me a couple of days to be like, you know what? That was a moment. It don't change the situation. Right. It don't change nothing. Um, it don't change anything. Especially if you didn't talk about anything because you were just so caught up in the moment. Ain't nothing changed. I was triggered. <laughs> I watched that. Was like, I, I've been saying this is tr- triggers all my relationships. I watched this issues was like and past problems. And I feel like I watched that scene. It was like, yeah, I've been there. <laughs> Lord. So episode two comes on tonight. Yes. So. Um, we'll probably be talking about this next week. I yeah. mean, it's not guaranteed, but at this point, you can kind of just bet on it. We're going to talk about it. Right, right, So what's next? So we had a question of the week. It was a would you rather. So our question was, would you rather have a $100 budget for your wedding or have a $50 budget for your wedding rings? And I want to emphasize that it said rings because some people answered like it was just one, but... I'm going to read the answers. Um, so, China... China A-B-A-A-B-Y said wedding. Um, the Pink Panda without eyes um, said rings. You can upgrade those rings later. Ryan M. Stowe said $50 budget for rings. We don't need rings per se. We could, just, we could get tattoos on our ring fingers. Or we could make our rings together that at least have some sentimental value. But 
to find the loophole in the question, as y'all always like to do. I could also do a wedding for $100 since the reception is technically a separate event, open bar all night at the reception. You got a point there. Typically, the reception, so this is, and I hate when people do this side, and I'm like, weddings are so expensive. Technically, the reception is what it really is the expense. Yes. The actual wedding, for most people who may do it at a church, mm-hmm. it typically doesn't it's, cost It could anything. be free, especially it if you use using your church. If you use your church. <laughs> All you gotta do is pay for decorations. Like, minimum decorations. Right. Like, or you could be in a freaking field and have your, because like for me, you know, if I don't get married in my church, I get married somewhere else, my minister won't charge me. Right. He'll just come to where I'm at. Right. Get married in a wildfire field <laughs> and pay $35 for the marriage license and be done. Right, right. So it's the reception part. Yeah. That's the money. But when most people say, oh, the wedding is on this day, you're thinking the ceremony and the reception. Most people put those two together. So, but Miss Megan Mann said $100 for the wedding, courthouse, boom, done. Reese P said fifty dollars for a ring since I don't want one anyways. That's interesting because <laughs> I would like. I, that's why I'm interested in what your answer is gonna be after we finish these. Oh, you won't like it. Oh Lord, Africa Wilkins said fifty dollars for the ring. I want the celebration of my matrimony to be an epic lituation. Don't need diamonds to symbolize my commitment. Um, man wears hat said a hundred dollars for the weddings. The rings last longer. Um, and then Ginger and Champagne agreed with Man Wears Hat um, and said, The rings signify your bond with one another. The other is just a piece of paper. You can do little to nothing so long as you have the piece of paper. Um, Fable Moon says, The ring I want is under $50, so that one. That's interesting. <laughs> Black Girls Learn Languages said, $100 budget for the wedding. All I plan to do is go to the Rathus in Germany anyway. That's the equivalent of the justice of the peace here. Um, with my $100, I can get me a cute dress from H&M or somebody. Um, next Gen underscore toolbox said $100 budget for the wedding. So, Shanae, which one would you choose? I reject this question. That's because <laughs> you don't like my answer. Girl. <laughs> Neither. I'm, no. If you had to pick one. Neither. I don't want to. You have to. I don't want to. I'm being really honest. Like, ew. And that's why I wanted. Yeah, I was interested. Are so to, annoying. I was interested to see what you, you would know pick. Because I'm like, about, she don't like either one. You of know these. how I feel about my future wedding ring yeah. and my wedding. Right, girl. No, neither would work. I'm sorry. <laughs> neither would work. Well, I mean, you just said about the example of the wedding being at the church would be free. I'm like, you know, I don't even my church. Okay, I love my church, but it's not really attractive. So right, for, feel you on that. For the optics, <laughs> I don't want to be married in my church. Completely understand. So, um, I guess I could do a hundred dollar budget for the wedding ceremony. I'm going to use Ryan's <laughs> caveat and say we find a really great location mm-hmm. where we don't need too much. Mm-hmm. And then my money will go towards the reception portion. Mm-hmm. Um, but for the fifty dollars budget for your wedding rings, it's like, sure, I can have a fifty dollars budget for his. <laughs> <laughs> for his ring. But then I just thought about something. Not like mine. People say like the matching tattoos. Tattoos, unless you get in like your homie to do them, are usually more than fifty dollars too. 
Yeah, they are. So, so maybe over budget, <laughs> right? I could find him a, a ring for fifty dollars, oh and then after the wedding, get him a real one. Mm-hmm. But for me, mm-hmm. <laughs> I chose the fifty dollar budget for the wedding rings. Um, yeah, because I mean, I do want to have like a party at least for my wedding. Um, so I would need more than a hundred dollars for a couple bottles. <laughs> So I I choose the fifty dollars for the rings. <laughs> I choose neither. Uh, <laughs> well, you you settled at the one hundred dollars for the wedding. Sure. Ceremony. Ceremony. <laughs> but isn't like the actual license like thirty five dollars? Mm-hmm. So I mean I. I guess so that get, eats up your budget. That's right? what I'm saying. You only you got only like sixty five left. You, you got to get the uh, the wedding license, right? Unless so, unless you're just gonna be calm in law. Yeah. So I mean, I didn't like. I didn't particularly care for that question. <laughs> I want a nice ring and a nice wedding. Okay. And they're gonna cost more than fifty and a hundred dollars. I'll tell you that right now. Oh lord. My wedding will be. A lot more than a hundred dollars, Lord, and my ring will be a lot more than fifty dollars. Not like ten thousand dollars. I mean, unless he can swing it, <laughs> if he can afford it. Who am I to tell him? Mm-hmm. No, we'll see when we get there. Yes, we'll see because I'm sure I'll be helping to well, pick it out. And she knows what to get. Yeah, I'll be like, mm, no, not that one. Not no, that one. no, mm-mm, no. Mm-mm. She wants <laughs> that a, a small band with. <laughs> Like I'm like, what's the cut? <laughs> it, what is it called? Get Pri- your life. No, that's not the cut. What I was, was gonna it? say princess cut, but I that think is that- it. Okay, see, I'm good. I remember <laughs> princess cut, platinum setting, yes, thin band, yes. I remember, y'all. So if anyone, even is- though I don't actually know what a princess cut looks like, the jeweler will. But the- yeah, that's what I'm about to say. <laughs> like they don't know. <laughs> So anyone wants to marry me who's listening, you know what to buy me. Right. Princess cut, platinum setting, thin band, diamonds in the band. Right. Okay. I mean, if you, I won't get into carrots, but we'll just. Oh my God. Leave it there. Oh Lord. Alrighty. So our topic for today. No. You what? do this oh, every shoot. show. I literally, I'm going to start writing out a schedule for you. You always try. Well, you could have pulled it up. But I'm thinking you was about to do that. I had the question up. We got to write a schedule. All right. So we had a listener question this week, guys. So the person, and I'm going to read it exactly how they typed it because they kind of sent it in punches of information. And I don't know this, so my reaction is pure. (laughs) Okay, so... Basically, a girl sends a guy a random nude to cheer him up. Okay. It was the first time she has sent him a nude, and he didn't ask for it. Okay. On iPhones, if you save a pic someone took with their phone, you can see when they took it slash screenshotted it, and depending on their settings, you can see where they took it at. That is true. Okay. So, the nude had some date in June. So, I'm guessing this, they didn't say when this happened, but I'm guessing Recent. recently, right. So, he was like, when you take the pic, and she said, just now. The date in June was when they had first started talking. <laughs> she told on herself. Um, 
But so then in the conversation, she was like, I don't take or keep nudes, so you must be special because I took that just for you. So (laughs) basically the question is, should he be like, bitch, you lie? And if he should ask if whoever they were meant for was still around, plus what would we do if we were her and got caught in that lie? And is that a red flag that... Um, she since she's lying about that. So this is a guy, clearly. Yes, it's What's like a four-part question, question. Okay, so would you call them out for lying? That's question one. Um, it depends on how deep me and a person was. Well, they're saying June, and we're only in July, so they've been talking for at most a month and a half. Well, no, um, at most two months, because we had the end of the show. I probably wouldn't, but I would note it, because, I mean, she's lying. And that whole the iPhone thing, that is true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, you can do does, that on Androids, too. Okay, mm-hmm. it does date the picture, so, yeah. like, she was lying. And if she was smart, she would have been like, I mean, just girl, no. Right. Okay, so then the second question is, um, should he ask who the picture was meant for? Um, no, because at a month and a half, I don't think you have no bearing to really ask that. Mm-hmm. If you guys are in, like, a longer relationship and this was up, then I could see you asking. Right. Because my other thing is, sometimes people take pictures and don't send them to anybody. Right, yeah. Because um, they so, could just be feeling themselves that day. Right, I'll so, like, that. that picture could have just been taken yeah. and never sent to anyone. That's true, that's now, true. she did lie about just taking it fresh. <laughs> right. But she could have taken it. Because and kept it in her phone. She thought it was cute or whatever and never sent it to anyone. Right. But she just now. She just exaggerated on the, oh, you're special. I took this just for you. But right. she could be being honest about her not sending people right. nudes all the time. Right. So, with that one. You no. wouldn't um, ask who they were meant for. Okay. No. So, what would we do if we were her and got caught in that lie? How would you respond if somebody was like, this is an old picture. You didn't just take this for me. What would you say? Like, oh, you caught me. <laughs> like, I mean, I wouldn't. I Because my thought is I wouldn't even lie because I know you can yeah, tell. Yeah. So, I guess my thought is I'd be like, um... I'll probably just admit to it. Yeah. Like, it was sitting there. You can say, I haven't sent it to anyone, but, like, I take pictures sometimes. Yeah. That's what I would say. I'd be like, well, to be honest, yeah, I took it a month and a half ago, but you're the first person to see it. Because, I mean, if that's true, which right. we don't really know, if and that's true, then I would just be like, way. yeah. And then I'd be like... So, you still special? Then you can make a joke about it and say, you so focused on the date. Like, did you not like Did you picture? see my tits or not? Oh, wow. <laughs> like, you can, like... Joke and play it off so you don't stay in his feelings. So right, I think that's important. Be guys. like, well, my tits didn't change in the last month, <laughs> like, or whatever. And just be like, you focus on the date or me, right? Like, what's the deal? Right. LOL, smiley face, lip thing, right? So, last question is, would it, this be a red flag? I think that's reaching a me little. Too. Like, I wouldn't say red flag. I would think it's weird that you lied mm-hmm. and then I clearly caught you in it. <laughs> right. Um, so I feel like if you want to note it, but not even note it with a red flag. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. A month. I mean. I feel like it's not that serious. It's not Like you said, deep. if you're together longer, then it's like, why? Right. But you, y'all just started talking. 
Um, right. so, and are y'all exclusively talking? We don't know. Right. And that's so, true. Because my other thing is, if she y'all could be talking to She else. could be. And my thing is, if you don't like it, wife her up then. I hate <laughs> when guys do that. <laughs> right. Have a conversation then and right. see if she want to just talk to you exclusively or date you exclusively. Right. Bring it up to the table if you right. don't like it. That's true. You don't have no claim on nobody until y'all have a conversation. Okay? Right. right. That's girls too. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, I think it will only be a kind of a bigger situation if y'all had been together for like three years or something then it's like huh just appreciate the news (laughs) if she keeps lying about stuff like this right then think about it as you continue Mm -hmm. but i feel like i don't know i think this is small i don't i don't think i would i don't think it's that serious i don't think i would like really put too much energy into figuring out why she lying or what it is Mm -hmm. because i mean i have called somebody else somebody out before like um this is an old picture or like um you know you sent me this one before or like something like that uh. <laughs> not like necessarily a nude but just like any picture it, this hasn't happened to me with nudes but That's just how <laughs> disrespectful is that though <laughs> if someone <laughs> sent you a picture like bro i already had this <laughs> is this a fresh one or <laughs> are you just recycling nudes <laughs> but um, just like on regular pictures, like you didn't take this today. Yeah, you can tell. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta technology's <laughs> catching up with us, so you gotta lie a little better. Mm-hmm. Like at least screenshot it. Yeah, and crop it. <laughs> so then it's in the system all over again. Okay, Lord. Just so, saying. I hope that helped to our anonymous listener your situation. If it didn't help. You know, let us know. No, don't. If it didn't help, keep that to yourself. <laughs> <laughs> no, I be wanting to know. If we don't. Most of the time, we don't get follow-ups. That one time we did. Yeah, but y'all, Just, y'all should, y'all should start following up with us. And the rest of y'all, email us your problems. Yeah, we do a good job most of the time. I think we give good advice. I've. I've been complimented on giving good advice. Yeah, me too. Most of the time, I think I can give decent advice. Yes. And then at the end of the day, if you don't like it, you don't have to take it. <laughs> I'm I mean, just saying, if you don't like true. it. And that's why I'd be interested. Like, even if you don't take our advice, I would still like to know how it turned out. Because then right. I'm like, oh, okay. Well, I never thought about that. So that can help me give the next person better advice. True. So, you know, let us know, people. So, our topic for today is based off of a personality test we took. Um, And so, we're going to talk about our results and how accurate or inaccurate we think they are and things of that nature. So, Shanae, you want to go first? Um, Yeah. So, it's 16personalities.com, by the way. Mm -hmm. And the test is like 15 minutes. Yeah. It didn't take long at all. So, I'm a diplomat protagonist. It's like E N F J minus A slash minus T. Mm-hmm. So my general thing is charismatic and aspiring leaders able to mesmerize their listeners. I read this and it is lengthy the results, mm-hmm. but I read through it and I thought, oh, I felt like this was me. Right. I really do. Um, the first paragraph, like the summary, is Ian. FJs are natural born leaders full of passion and charisma forming around the 2% of the population. They're oftentimes our politicians. No, thank you. Our coaches and our teachers reaching out, inspiring others to achieve and to do good in the world with natural confidence, 
that begets influence, ENFJs take a great deal of pride and joy in guiding others to work together to improve themselves and their community. So that was like the summary. Right. So it was like, um, we have strong personalities, uh, we have radiant authenticity, unafraid to stand up and speak when something needs to be said. Mm-hmm. We find it natural and easy to communicate with others. And I felt like this was true. They talk about intuition is a big thing. And that is for me mm-hmm. where people, we can read people's energy very well. You can pe- see people's motivations and see their motives easily, which I felt like was me. Right. Um, we're genuine when we believe in someone, you know, we can be passionate about it. We can become involved, too involved in people's problems. I agree. I've had to step back quite a bit as I've gotten older. Hmm, okay. Um, very vulnerable. We have a tremendous capacity for reflecting and analyzing our own feelings. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's definitely me. And But if they get caught up in another person's plight, they can develop a sort of emotional hypochondria. Seeing other people's problems in themselves, that mm-hmm. triggered. I was like, <laughs> that is so true. Okay, so let's 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 harp on that for a second. So, so usually, because we just said that, you know, we give pretty good advice. So what you're saying is sometimes when other people bring their problems to you, do you like kind of self-reflect and be like, huh, is that something that I do? Is that how it works or is it kind of different? Um... Yes and no. Depending on the situation, something happens to someone else. Mm-hmm. And if I think they're crazy and what they're doing, I'll be thinking, do you do that too? <laughs> Especially like closer friends. Because I do believe when you're friends with someone, you share certain qualities. Mm-hmm. You know, birds of a feather flock together to some capacity that is true. Yeah. And I think so. So sometimes I'll go, do you do that? Mm-hmm. Like check myself. Yeah. And then sometimes... um, I'm a big person who learned from others. Mm-hmm. So I really take to heart what other people are going through around me. Yeah. And that guides my decision making. Yeah. So I feel like that's a part of that as well. Like, so, but on the, I also thought they talked about celebrities and public figures who are like you. Mm-hmm. And Oprah's there. And I thought, <laughs> yes, because I love her. Mm-hmm. I tell people I want my future career to be this hybrid mix of Oprah and Martha. Yeah. So to How me, how perfect would have been like if it was Oprah woo! and Martha? I would have died. Okay. <laughs> I would have been like, oh my gosh, I meant to do it. <laughs> but the fact that Oprah was there, Barack, I was like, oh, this is so awesome. <laughs> I was like, this means something. I don't know mm. why I felt like that meant something. <laughs> Demi Lovato, Jennifer Lawrence. Mm-hmm. Why they put Morpheus off the Matrix? Girl on mine. They put <laughs> under the Three Musketeers. It's <laughs> hilarious. So, um, so I mean, overall, and they have it going down in category, and we can get into categories. Yeah. But overall, I really felt like that was true. Just talking mm-hmm. about how we're passionate and natural born leaders and charismatic and. I feel like that's me. Right. Okay. So the intro, I was like, yeah, I'm digging it. (laughs) What are you? So I'm an advocate, which is an INFJ, which is funny that we were so similar. The only thing that we had difference was the E and the I. And we're in the same group. Yes. The diplomats. Yes. So very interesting that we're similar. Um, And so here's a little summary of it. The advocate personality type is very rare, making up less than 1% of the population. But they nonetheless leave their mark on the world. 
As members of the diplomat role group, advocates have an inborn sense of idealism and morality. But what sets them apart is that they are not ideal dreamers, but people capable of taking concrete steps to realize their goals and making a last and make a lasting positive impact. So, a good amount of this I thought was me. However, Okay. The parts I didn't think was me was like it said that I'm like so introverted and like I think I could be introverted at times and extroverted at times, but I feel like I'm more extroverted than introverted. So that was interesting. And then it said that I take concrete steps to rewards my goals, and I don't think I do all the time. Which I mean, I wish I did, but I feel like I'm like I take like uns- I'm very unsure in like the steps to. But my goals, I'm sometimes unsure with my goals. Why? So, but it didn't say concrete doesn't necessarily mean you were secure in that. Just oh, well, that's steps. what concrete means to me. That you were like super sure in the stuff. Yes, that's what it means to me. Uh, I didn't take it that way, but maybe so. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's how they meant it. Yeah, I don't know. Um, And so advocates tend to see helping others as their purpose in life. But while people with this personality type can be found engaging rescue efforts and doing charity work, their real passion is to get to the heart of the issue so that people need not to be rescued at all. So, this is going to sound bad, but I really feel like this made me sound better than I am. Because, I mean, I help people, but I don't... <laughs> and this sounds so bad, but it's like I am i don't spend that much time doing charity work. Like, I don't... But what, it, when you help someone, once again, <laughs> maybe I might be analyzing hers. <laughs> Chari- helping someone doesn't necessarily mean charity work. Mm-hmm. You help people all the time. I mean, how many times I ask you for something during that? What does that mean? What do you think? That's helping. True, true. You used to help me with math and work in college. <laughs> Girl, I She used taken, to do it for me, actually. I was about to say, if I, only, I think I've taken four college courses for other people, and She's, I only got paid one. <laughs> She would do my math homework for I, me. That's that's very that's true. Life. I took account. I took accounting <laughs> once for myself, and then took accounting two more times for other people. That's hilarious. <laughs> and help other people than that with accounting. So I mean, and I was not an accounting major. <laughs> like I, I was. Mean, I feel stuff. like you're super helpful. You always mm-hmm. want to share resources. Maybe I don't contacts. give myself enough credit. I feel like you don't because I feel like you say charity work, but helping others doesn't necessarily mean charity mm-hmm. do you know what i mean it doesn't yeah. mean you're donating food and or whatever. i think that's what i i have this perception of helping others where it's like i'm always out helping the homeless helping the needy helping, helping others blah, blah. is advice help what we just did that's helping that's true sharing it someone come to you saying you help with math <laughs> you helping them that's true or someone saying you know, you're in digital marketing. Da, da, da. What does that mean? You help them. Yeah, that's you true. Been like, and that's part of the no, reason no, no. why, you know, I do what I do. Because I like helping small businesses with their marketing. Because I think that's one of the things that, like, so many small businesses kind of skip over. Because they it's hard to see, like, the direct results from it. But, I mean, that is one of the reasons that I do marketing. So You're helping. <laughs> Moving on. Um. So, this one part I did think was me. It talks about how... Um, we're soft-spoken but have strong opinions. Um, and so I don't think I'm always soft-spoken, but I do see myself as so soft-spoken sometimes when it's like I have an opinion but I can't always explain it the best because it'd be like, I just feel that way. I don't have an explanation for it. I don't I don't know. Like, stop asking me questions. So I think in that way I can be soft-spoken if I, I have an opinion and I just 
haven't necessarily thought through the reason that I feel this way. So, um, I can be very soft-spoken. Um, and so the one thing, and I think this is like very true, is that they said that advocates have to remember to take care of themselves. Um, and that they sometimes let the passion to get in the way and they forget to, you know, get take care of themselves. They find themselves exhausted, unhealthy, stressed. Um, and they have to remember to sometimes sit down and take care of themselves. I think that's true for you me, as me too. well. So some of the celebrity advocates are Martin Luther King, okay. Nelson Mandela, right. Mother Teresa. Ooh, you got some nice ones. <laughs> um, Morgan Freeman. Then Jon Snow from Game of Thrones. <laughs> like, I don't know why they put in fictional characters in here. Aragorn uh, from Lord of the Rings. Ooh. Uh... Freaking Rose from Titanic. <laughs> like I was like, y'all really stretched it because y'all couldn't find real people. <laughs> I, guess, I guess that's another way to give you examples. Yeah. I was like, y'all so, pushed it. <laughs> y'all have to take this personality quiz. Well. Yeah. That was yeah. interesting. So the next section is strengths and weaknesses. Yes. And my strengths were tolerant, reliable, charismatic, compassionate, and natural leaders. Mm-hmm. Um, my weaknesses. Well, we'll start with strengths. Once again, I pretty much agreed. No, I feel like mm-hmm. I do believe I'm reliable. I don't like letting people down. I do think I'm charismatic when I want to be. Yes. I do think I'm compassionate. Um, as much, and I do the natural leader, like especially at work and in school, I have run away from leadership because I feel like it's always thrusted upon me. It is. And I don't like it. Yeah. So I would, I've tried for a while to like take a back seat purposely, mm-hmm. but I feel like I keep being put in situations in life where I feel like at this point I feel like it's God saying this is a part of you. Yeah. And so now I don't run away from it, but mm-hmm. it's like every job, group, whatever, I'm always put in these positions and I hate it. Yeah. That's it happened at work. Right. You know, we um it happens at work. I don't want to be in charge. I also always end up taking that role What's even the when I avoid it that you don't want to be in charge um I don't want to let people down mm. okay okay at least it's like it's not that you're so is it that you you're you're doubting your capabilities or you're just doubting the expectations that people may set for whatever project it is maybe a mix of both I don't okay. want to let people down mm-hmm. and when you're the leader you're making decisions right and getting people to buy in on that yeah and trust and believe you yeah I would hate to like fail and to make people feel like disappointed that I didn't guide them in the right direction or something Mm -hmm. or my plan for whatever this is supposed to be. So I typically, I don't like doing it. I stopped running from it Mm -hmm. and it it just happens. I naturally get in charge of product projects or leading something. Mm -hmm. Even when I stay away from it, people will point it out. Like we was at work, and we had these working groups because mm-hmm. after our uh, retreat and we was in the room and in my working group, they was like, so we need someone to be in charge. And two of them was like, Shanae. I'm like, what the? <laughs> I'm the youngest person in the room, least experienced. And that's another thing. I feel like, why do people look at me? I always feel like I'm young. I don't have as much experience. Mm-hmm. Like, and I just feel like, why do y'all think of me in this way? Right. I don't run from it anymore, but I did it a lot in college. Mm-hmm. And when I first started my career outside of college. Mm-hmm. So that was my strengths. My weaknesses. Overly idealistic, um, 
too selfless, too sensitive, fluctuating self-esteem, struggle to make tough decisions. See, I feel like they mine. They got mine wrong. I feel like, <laughs> I feel like they gave you my weaknesses. <laughs> I, I felt like, yeah, these are my weaknesses. <laughs> Absolutely. I sometimes, I do feel like I'm being too sensitive sometimes. Mm-hmm. I do feel like my self-esteem fluctuates, which is why I was like, why does it say I'm not insecure? I feel like I have these moments where like I feel like crap. And then mm-hmm. moments where I'm like, I'm. I'm, she's amazing. <laughs> I really have fluctuating. So moments. maybe it's just based on when you took the test. Maybe that day that I was in a good yeah. mood. Yeah. I don't know. Struggle to make tough decisions. I really do, which is another reason why I don't like being a leader. Right. You have to make these decisions. And on the outside, it doesn't show. But internally, it's this episode of SpongeBob where his brain is like malfunctioning. <laughs> and his office, his brain is like an office. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, everyone's just like, can't do it, can't do it. They're like, th- every- basically, the office is on fire. <laughs> That's how it is to me internally when I right. have to make tough decisions. Mm-hmm. And I don't show it. Right. But on the inside, it's like, oh my God, I don't do I don't do <laughs> And so I felt like Miles was right on. Mm-hmm. I, 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 once again, I just felt like, yeah. So, I, I, I still, for my strengths, I, maybe I need to take this test again, I don't know. My strengths, I don't think were accurate either. Okay. Um. So, the first one was creative, which is something that she always I've always struggled not, with this. But she is. I've always struggled with saying I'm creative. She named Good Girls Behaving Badly. <laughs> and my other company. <laughs> That's um, creativity. Okay, um, so then insightful, inspiring, and convincing, decisive, that ain't true. I'm indecisive as F. Like, you can agree with me on that when I'm not decisive. I think, <laughs> I believe you have the power to be more decisive. But I believe, because I will always say, listen to your gut. And she was like, I don't hear nothing. Like, <laughs> like no. I just feel like you're not using your intuition. And if you did, and see, that's what it you says. would be more decisive. Under decisive, it says advocates are able to follow through on their ideas with their conviction, willpower, and the planning necessary, blah, blah. It talks about intuition. I don't feel like I do You don't that. use your intuition. You have it. You don't use it. Because we all have it. A lot of us don't use it. Okay, um, it said determined. I'm just refuting all of it. Right, determined and passionate. Yeah. Um, and altruistic, which means I use my strengths for good. So, I just thought the creative and decisive ones were wrong. Um, my weaknesses, sensitive, extremely private, perfectionistic, always needing to have a cause, can burn out easily. I thought those I were thought accurate. I thought was true that. Yeah, but I feel like yours were more accurate for me, but most which of these ones? are true. The fluctuating self-esteem. Oh, actually, no. It don't fluctuate. It just be love. Oh, my God. <laughs> that makes me feel some type of way. Oh, Never mind. Keep that one. That makes me feel some type of way. You're saying that. Um, but the rest of I think I think my weaknesses were, were pretty on point for me. I feel like you don't acknowledge the good stuff about you. And that's part of my self-esteem issues as we talked about last episode. As we talked about, like, the more we talk, Mm -hmm. I feel like, I think you have so many great qualities, but it's like, once again, if you don't see it, it doesn't matter. Right. And I just feel like you, and I do it too, Mm -hmm. so, you Mm -hmm. know, no judgment. We gotta, like, focus on the good stuff. Yeah. And I think 
the perfectionism mm-hmm. is in both of us. Mm-hmm. So it's easy to point out the stuff we're not doing yeah. and not the stuff we are doing. That's I true. still struggle with that. But I feel like you just don't acknowledge like all the good stuff. You know what? We about to add something new to the show. We At the end to. of every show, we're going to say something good about each other. Good. <laughs> <laughs> that, but that's going to be our new segment to end the show every okay, week. Okay, positivity. <laughs> yes. So the next section, and we don't have to go through all of these, but yeah. I do want to do the romantic and friendships because yeah, because that that's something we talk about a lot. For romance, mm-hmm. um, for my personality, we feel at most at home when they're in a relationship. Um, and few types are more eager to establish a loving community commitment with their chosen partners we take dating and relationships seriously selecting partners with an eye towards the long haul rather than more casual approach that might be expected from other personality types there's really no greater joy for my type than to be with someone they care about and interweaving their lives in a committed relationship is that not me? Yeah, that's that all the so way. That's so me. Like, they, right, they could have just said Shanae. It was. <laughs> I was like, yeah. So, it just talks about um, in the dating phase, we're like, we're ready to show commitment. We do take our time, but, like, in the beginning, we show that this is what we want. And mm-hmm. I feel like that is me. Mm-hmm. I feel like when I was younger, I Felt like I wasn't like that. Mm-hmm. I was like, I don't really want it. And mm-hmm. then I feel like once I really learned about myself, I was like, yeah, yeah, you do. <laughs> and I do feel, I feel like, I just, I always say, I just want to find the right person and I'm good. Like, mm-hmm. I've never, at this point in my life, I don't feel like I really want to date like that. I don't need the casual. Yeah. I just don't think it's for me. I just need one loyal, God-fearing man <laughs> who's clean and, mm-hmm. and has some money in the bank. What? Um. Mm-hmm. I didn't say a lot. I know. Financial stability. <laughs> um, I would be straight. So, um, let me see what else. I'm sorry, y'all. Because it's a lot, but I don't want to. We're like paraphrasing. Yeah, we're paraphrasing. It's very thorough. Yeah. So, it talks about the fact that we don't need to be happy. We just want to know that our partner is happy. Mm-hmm. And that they're our partner to express their happiness through physical visible affection that is true and that's not always a good thing though that yeah. i've learned yeah putting so much stock in somebody else have done that yeah doesn't doesn't always pay it out. out yeah right most of the time so for me i'm working on being more balanced like i need to be happy too right like i want my person to be happy but i need to be happy yeah and i to put my stuff aside for them and i've done that mm-hmm. a lot yeah and, I don't, and i've even done that in friendship i don't do that anymore mm-hmm and it also talks about the tendency to avoid any kind of conflict, even sometimes sacrificing their own principles to keep the peace. So true. Yeah, I was about to say, I think that's true, especially, and this is about relationships, but I think that also carries into friendships. Very true. Yeah. When I care about someone, mm-hmm. I don't want to get into it with them. You don't want no beef. I don't want no beef, right. so I don't say nothing. Right. If I don't give a crap, I'm most vocal. So, right. like, at work, I don't care. Right. So, I'll say it. Mm-hmm. But when I truly care about someone, mm-hmm. as vocal as I am, the closest people to me, I won't say nothing. Even though something is very is bothering me mm-hmm. or, like, I'm really having a hard time with something, I won't say anything. Right. And I'm working on that as well. <laughs> So, it just it just hit the the nail on the head for me. So, for my relationships, it says, when it comes to romantic relationships, advocates take the process of finding a partner seriously. 
Not once for casual encounters. People with the advocate personality type instead look for depth and meaning in their relationships. Advocates will take the time necessary to find someone they truly connect with. Once they found that someone, their relationships will reach a level of depth and sincerity that most people can only dream of. However, getting to that point can sometimes be a challenge for potential partners, especially if they are in the impatient type, as advocates are often profession perfectionistic and picky. Um, and so it just goes on to talk about how we um, really value establishing genuine, deep connections with people that, that we care about. Um, and we go out of our way to seek people that, you know, desire some of the thing, the same values that we have. Do you so. feel like that was true? For the most part. <laughs> I'm like questioning this whole thing. Like, eh. It makes me feel like, who are you, Sydney? <laughs> like, you don't agree. Do you have something to replace it? Because sometimes I feel like you're like, yeah, I don't see it. But it's like, so what do you see is like my question. No. <laughs> I don't have uh, anything to replace it. No. <laughs> I mean, and then it talks about spontaneity. I'm very, I am, you know, I like the, I like spontaneity in relationships and like just kind of doing random things together or doing things that we, neither one of us have ever done before. I enjoy those kinds Racing of Racing chalkboards. <laughs> That's an inside joke. Okay. So side note. So in undergrad, we were really bored one night and like walking around campus. And so I think. We were like, let's do something fun and crazy. And I was like... And she said, let's... What she say? Let's go in a classroom and erase the chalkboards. Yep. That's fun and crazy. Yeah. I think we all just looked at her like, girl, shut up. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> what? <sighs> so, um, it says that I look for a connection that goes beyond physical, embracing the emotional and spiritual connection they have with the partner and I I do agree with that um and we express our love by making our partners happy I completely I agree. agree with that I yeah. agree so the last one we're going to talk about is the friendship one yeah but they go into parenthood the type of parent you would be yeah, which I was, thought that was right deep. on yeah and that was like wow yeah it goes into career paths mm-hmm. workplace habits that workplace habits thing was so true for mm-hmm. me it was kind of weird once again <laughs> For me, this was like so me. Mm-hmm. So I'm just curious to see, like, if you take it. We, I want to know. We want to know. Do you agree with yours? What is yours? And do you agree or not? Because mm-hmm. mine was like, oh my gosh, right. this was like written about me. Mm-hmm. Um, so the friendship thing. Um, this was kind of weird for me. Okay, so you didn't completely agree. I agree with it, but um. I don't know. It just seemed okay. So when it, <laughs> the little summary thing says when it comes to friendship, we're anything but passive. True. Mm-hmm. While some personality types may accept uh, circumstantial highs and lows of friendships, their feelings waxing and waning with the times. We put in effort to maintain these connections, which I thought was true. Mm-hmm. So I feel like I do try to maintain and I right. do get frustrated when people don't maintain with me. Right. And it talked about, you know, how genuine we are, how, how much we want connection with others. Mm-hmm. And we have, and we take a general pleasure in getting to know people and have no trouble talking with people. And my thought was not always true for me. Yeah. Sometimes I get in my mood and like, 
I'm just not there. Right. So I don't know if that's with the self fluctuating self esteem. Yeah. Like if I'm not feeling cool, I don't want to be bothered. Yeah. But there are times where it's hard for me to be social. Mm-hmm. And I just be like, nah. <laughs> you know, and I'm not rude, but I don't. I don't really speak. So right. people can think I'm standoffish, mm-hmm. but I'm not like rude. I always speak. I'm just probably not engaging. Mm-hmm. And they may feel like that's cold, but I mean, I'm not. <laughs> so I'm sorry. I'm skimming. It just talks about how much I like people and it makes me happy to see my friends do well. And that's very true. Mm-hmm. And it talks about how I'm a helping hand um, and a lot of times, even when I don't feel like it, I'll help you. It's just, I'll tell you I don't feel like it. Right. I don't, and it's, I probably don't need to do that. Mm-hmm. But I do. <laughs> do you like, feel look, like I the, don't feel like talking today. No, but I'm going to come anyway. Like, <laughs> I'll help you, but it's clear that I'm not going to be to help you. Right. But I will help you. Yeah. That's So if you call me at 3 o'clock in the morning, I'm going to fuss mm-hmm. the entire time, mm-hmm. but if I need to pick you up and you need me, I'm going to pick you up. Am I going to fuss at you once yes. I get you in the car? Yes. Absolutely. Yep. Because it's three in the morning. And the next day when you tired, you're going to fuss Absolutely. And you'll hear me one more time when you're back, like clear mind. <laughs> Don't do that again, but call me if you need me. That is me. Okay. My friend thing was- Oh, complete. lastly- uh. We could be super critical. Mm-hmm. And that's true. And I, it made me go, oh, reading it. So it was like, it was true, but some of it made me go, oh. It made you want to kind of change your. I think I'm less critical. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, you getting there. You getting there. <laughs> I tried to be less critical with my friend's decision making. Mm-hmm. However, mm-hmm. Um, don't ask me my opinion if you don't want it. So I just like to give that caveat as well. Right. I'm absolutely cool with making sure the way I say it is better is mm-hmm. softer mm-hmm. but like I ain't gonna lie to you right so okay I don't know my friendship thing was all wrong <laughs> like there was no part of it that it was like eh, no it was just all right wrong. let's let me see if you're not seeing <laughs> it. no this was wrong and now we're gonna talk about how so okay. all right it says there is a running theme with advocates and there that is a yearning for authenticity and sincerity and after this it goes to bullcrap okay um, so people <laughs> with the advocate personality type are unlikely to go for friendships of circumstance, like workplace social circles or chatting up their local barista, their local baristas, where the only thing they really have in common is a day-to-day familiarity. Rather, advocates seek out people who share their passions, interests, and ideolo- ideologies, people with whom they can explore philosophy. I can't talk to that philosophies and subjects that they believe are truly meaningful i just know that's wrong because i talk to strangers all the freaking time like i've made friends just by talking to somebody like i have a friend that we was in the freaking um admin building undergrad he would look the process up because his refund check didn't come through and i gave him a hug and so those are relationships of circumstance. I have another friend that I met him because he was locked out his room and he lived across the hall and I told him he could come and sit so his roommate came. I feel like those are friendships of circumstance and those are, that's how I make most of my friends. Uh, I, and so I'm like, that's just, I feel like that's all wrong to me. It says that I'm a closed book, which ain't true. Um, and don't readily show, share their thoughts and feelings, not unless they're comfortable. Um, um, that's kind of 
talking about? I know. I usually am freely sharing my opinion about a topic. But you are still a closed book when it comes to yourself. Yes, you are. You have no problem talking about somebody else or I think that's blue. But (laughs) if it becomes personal, you do not. You become more sherry over the years. Mm -hmm. There's still times I have to pull stuff out of you. So keep reading. Your Um, friend begs to differ. (laughs) Uh, Let's see. Um, it can take time with persistence to get to know them. To you, for you to get to yeah. know people. Well, no, to get to know me. Yeah. I don't. I, I don't think so. I me think you're either. Easy. Me too. <laughs> Thank you. I um, do think you're private though. To get to that inner level stuff, I do think that takes time. But I think becoming a friend and spending time with you and learning about you, mm-hmm. I, I, I do think you're easy. I think the the nitty gritty. Yes, you know how long it took me to see Sydney cry? It takes a minute. That's how, <laughs> like the inner workings of you take a little long. But like it goes on to talk about how um, I would look for people that can help me grow and improve, which that part was the only part that was true. And then it says that needless to say, um, being my friend is a tall order. No, it's not. <laughs> I don't think it is. <laughs> like, it's not hard to be my friend. But I would okay. disagree. I don't think it's... <laughs> I don't think it's hard being your friend either. Right. So they're wrong. Right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, basically, and it says that I need to learn to meet people halfway because the um, odds that everyone will share my interests are slim. Um, and some of the other complicated things are me is that I have eloquence and persuasiveness, which leads to a lot of unwanted attention and popularity. I ain't popular. At all. <laughs> I'm not. I'm quiet. I just think that, that was this was false. You're quiet? That's what it says. You're quiet and unpopular. No, and popular. You're quiet and popular. Yes. I think you're loud and popular. I don't think I'm popular. Well, I think it's hard to, to define popularity as an adult. Yeah, that's true. That's true. So I think that's part of it. Mm-hmm. Um, cause how do you, how are you a popular adult? Most, I think as an adult, we define popular people as mixy. No. <laughs> no. I don't. I, I think that's how it works to me. Cause I think mixy is more of like a dig mm. to me. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, she's mixy. That's not a compliment. <laughs> I've never seen someone use mixy as a compliment, like it's positive. Mm-hmm. So that's why I'm like popular. But I think most more... popular people are mixy. So that seems, once again, negative. I think, for me, popularity seems more, she's just the life of the party, cool. Mm-hmm. Mixy, to me, and the way I've seen people use it, and the way I've used it, is more of a negative connotation. Oh, like, yeah, I don't really oh, use it. Oh, she's mixy. Yeah, I, I don't. And I use that more in college. I don't really use it now as an adult. But, like, mm-hmm. I feel like the people around me, when they say, oh, she's mixy, that wasn't a compliment to say that. It was like. And I think that's funny because for me, I thought Mixy was like people who like do the most for attention. Oh, no. Mm-mm, that's not how I think about Mixy. So maybe see. I Mixy thought, to me is like somebody that's everywhere and doing everything. Like if it's something popping in town, you know they're going to be there. Like that's what Mixy is to me. And see, I will see. Yo, what does Mixy mean? Because <laughs> I thought Mixy was someone who like. 
is the who needs to be that person. Mm. Someone who's maybe not genuinely because there are people who like that's just who they are and it's right. not. I thought Mixie was someone who's like doing the most to be the life of the party oh, to no. be that person. Mm-mm. Always feel like they need to be in the mix to be talked about. Hmm. Like Mixie, right? Okay, so that's probably why you saw it as negative, and I didn't see it as the way people negative. would use it around me. It wasn't you weren't people weren't saying it like, oh, she's mixy. It's oh, like, I still oh, call people. It's mixy. like, oh, she mixy. He mixy. I call people mixy, but they be knowing like it's not nothing bad when I say it. Anyways, they just be knowing that I'd be like, oh, you gotta be everywhere, girl. You gonna be there, or like you know everybody. I mean, but you're mixy then. No, I'm not. By I don't de- know nobody. By that definition, I'd say by your definition, you're mixy. I don't. You know always oh shut up. You're always out. Nah. You always doing something. If I'm out, it's not with like a group of people. You don't have to have uh, a following. You don't have to have twelve disciples like Jesus <laughs> to, but, to know a lot of people. But that's what Mixie is to me. Mixie is when you go in places with like a bunch of people. I don't, I don't think so. That. I feel like the most mixiest people I know roll with a couple people or they alone. It's not to mm. me Mixie or popular people. You don't need to have a group. Well, no, I didn't mean that they go with people, but they go places where a bunch of people are, is what I mean. You go places where a bunch of people are? Not really. No, I don't. I haven't been nowhere where it's a bunch of people since we went to that game night, and that wasn't even a bunch of people. You're mixy. (laughs) I'm not mixy. (laughs) I'm not mixy. You're mixy. But, guys, y'all should take this test. Let me know if y'all's was inaccurate as mine. Or as accurate as Shanae's was. Um, maybe I need to retake it. I don't know. I mean, I thought mine was pretty accurate. This ish was wrong. And I liked, I liked what it said. Even the, the, the bad weakness, stuff. Even the bad stuff. Mm-hmm. I didn't like it, but I could say, yeah, that's true. Right. So, um, so I thought it was cool. I thought it was interesting. I think just take the quiz, read it, and mm-hmm. see if you, like she said, see if you think. See if you think you agree with what they say your personality type is. Right. And so the website is 16personalities.com. So y'all should comment. Let us know. Just tell us what your um your archetype is. And then let me know if you agree or disagree with it. And then we'll go from there. <laughs> and then you guys need to RSVP. Yep. Right after you comment, the link is going. It's in our Instagram bio. It's in the show notes. So, you know, it's no reason for you to not know where the link is. So, go on RSVP for our party. So, on August 19th. Yep. At Sangria Patio Bar. Yep. Um, As y'all saw, we posted on Instagram. We'll have special drinks. One is called the good girl. And one is called the bad girl. You decide who you want to be that night. Good be or bad. Both. Or Drink yeah, both. Be both. You know, you could be a little mixture like we are. Um, you could be good in the beginning, bad, and you know, whatever your heart desires. Um, but it's going to be fun. We're getting more and more stuff every day for our little goodie bags. We're going to have snacks, everything. It's going to be a blast. So we hope to see y'all there. Um, if we're also still looking for event sponsors. So if you want, would like to be a sponsor, um, just email us at goodgirlsbehavingbadly at gmail.com. As always, if you have any questions that you would like us to read on the show, you, we can use your name or we can be anonymous. Email us as well. And so, at, oh, we have to end on the good note. I almost forgot. So, Shanae, what's your good note for the week? Or do you want to start next week? Am I supposed to say something good about myself? It's about you. 
Yeah, about me. Oh. <laughs> See, you can't even think of that. I'm just playing. That's not true. I'm playing. I was breaking the many wonderful things. Mm-hmm. Sydney, my friend and soulmate, mm-hmm. is always there for me. So super supportive. If I need her to come pop up at two, <laughs> she'll pop up and won't sass. Like, I'll sass. <laughs> she won't sass. She has listened to me talk about, like, the same things over and over again. Because sometimes you have to talk it out. Mm-hmm. She never complains. Mm-hmm. She always listens. If I need help, she tries to help. And if she doesn't, she'll connect me with someone who can help me. <laughs> so, Sydney's very supportive and helpful. Thank you. And Shanae is a very good friend in the way that, like, she keep it real with you. Like, she's not one of them friends that's just a yes man. If you wrong, she's going to tell you you wrong. And she's going to tell you what's the right thing to do. So, I think that's, like, an important quality that I value in friends. And I feel like that's what your friends are for. They not supposed to just be always with you and, like, well, not always be with you, but always agree with everything you say. Um, I think it's good to have those friends that'll check you when necessary and then have your back when necessary as well. Um, so that's a good quality about Shanae. Thank you. You're welcome. So as always, this is Good Girls Behaving Badly, bringing you the good and the bad up every week. Toodaloo.